Well, hello again, everybody. It's time for the week four preview of the PTFL podcast. I'm here with Cody, who's the GM of the Tennessee Titans. And we're going to look at the matchups um, that we've got on the slate this week in week four. But how are you doing, Cody? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just kind of living life, living the dream. Yeah, living the dream. Well, we always start every week off with a segment, uh, How's Life? And so uh, just in general, man, how's life going? It's It's been going pretty good for the most part. Uh, in off season, I was uh, kind of taking up uh, fishing a little bit more than <clears throat> I normally do. Nice. What kind of fishing? Um, I did uh, some bass fishing. Nice. Pretty, pretty fun. That's big down here in Texas, rod and reel and throwing the line in the water and just enjoying the day at the lake. Uh, and this applies to golf too, but they say a bad day of fishing is better than a lot of things. Exactly. Well, let's jump into the matchups this week. Uh, the first one on the slate is the Texans versus the Ravens. Uh, this is seemingly a, a pretty big projected win for the Texans. It just looks like um, Cam Newton's running up against Kansas City, uh, and that's going to be a tough matchup for him. Really, right now, this comes down to the prediction or projections for Devontae Adams. If he goes this week, this will be a closer matchup. If he doesn't, this matchup will look closer to the 20-something point spread. What do you think about the matchup? I feel kind of the same way. Um, Devontae Adams, if he does go on Monday night, would be very big, especially since he's going against Atlanta. I don't think they're going to have A.J. Terrell again. That's, I think, one of their top corners, which could be big for any Packers receiver. Yeah, I mean, Um, they're already a really, really bad secondary. Exactly. The rest of the people on the Ravens that I'm kind of highlighting uh, David Johnson against Minnesota could be a pretty solid matchup. Daryl Henderson's actually been kind of a uh, surprise. I think with the Minnesota secondary, Deshaun Watson's going to have a really good day. Uh, but I hope that that really good day or really good first half doesn't lead to really good points for David Johnson in the second half. And I would agree with you with Daryl Henderson. He's been really solid. Yeah. Um, also, a person I really, really like on your team D.K. Metcalf, he has had a touchdown in every single game this year. And against Miami, I, I can, uh, can see Russell Wilson uh, still cooking. Again, let's look at the next matchup, the Bengals versus the Broncos. The Broncos are surprisingly 3-0. and They're a good team. I don't want to discount that, but uh, I don't think a lot of people thought they'd get out of the gates 3-0. and uh, They're facing the defending champions. And so the champs are in a rut right now. They're in a really rough spot, but the Broncos are projected to win this by about 15 points or so. Uh, and I, I like those projections. I think it'll be a low-scoring matchup, uh, like predicted. I think that the question in this one, and I mentioned it in my power rankings, is Melvin Gordon and Adam Thielen. Both those guys have not had great starts, and I think if they can uh, kind of get in gear and um, kind of become like uh, what we expect out of those guys – the Broncos are even more dangerous than they've been. Uh, so I like the Broncos in this one in a low-scoring win. But if the if uh, Melvin Gordon and Adam Thielen can kind of wake up and, and uh, be like their old selves, then I think the Broncos win big. Yeah, I, I can see the Broncos winning uh, pretty big this week too. Um, yeah, I, 
I want to say Melvin Gordon's going to have a pretty nice game tomorrow night against the the New York Jets. Uh, the Jets defense just doesn't look all that good this year. It's kind of weird because usually they're known for having a good defense, but I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, I know losing Jamal Adams doesn't really help, but yeah, I expect Melvin Gordon to do really good. I also really like Mike Kosicki. He has been a key cog to that uh, Dolphins offense. I do like Joe Burrow for the Bengals. I think he is very, very promising, and the sky is the limit for him. Uh, he's, he is going against Jacksonville, which just got torn up by Ryan Fitzmagic. So getting back on uh, Gusecki, um right now he's sixth in yardage. So he's, he's having a really solid season. You're right. Let's look at the next matchup, the Cowboys versus the Rams. The Rams are a team that were on my radar before the season began as a, as a, a team on the rise. And they match up against the Cowboys this week. The Cowboys are projected to get a double-digit win. Um, and I think that's in large part to uh, Lamar Jackson having a bounce-back game against the Washington football team. Still can't get used to saying that. Uh, Odell Beckham is playing against the Dallas Cowboys' horrible, horrible secondary. So he might have a chance to, to get back on the on the horse there. And then I think really Julio Jones is an interesting one for me. He's been playing through a hamstring and, and really not been himself. And so if he can uh, put up the production that he's projected to this week, I do think the Cowboys win. Uh, but I think if uh, Julio Jones does not go or is limited or is dealing with that hamstring still, I actually like the Rams in a very close upset here. Uh, so I know that's weird with that contingent, but I do think Mike Evans and Tom Brady are clicking in Tampa Bay. And I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to have a great running game in New England. So, I, I like I said, I like the Cowboys here. If Julio Jones is hampered, I'm going with the Rams in an upset. What about you? I feel like this will be really, really close. Um, it'll, I can expect it to even be higher than projected, like in the 120s. It'd be like a shootout between both of these teams. Like, like you were saying, Lamar Jackson has got a really – positive matchup this week I, I like Josh Jacobs but he does go against Buffalo it, it, that's kind of a tough matchup Odell going against Dallas well uh, Dallas secondary just gave up three touchdowns to uh Tyler Lockett on the other end with the Rams like you were saying Mike Evans Clyde Edwards Solaire even Jonathan Taylor going against uh Chicago you can see all of those guys having uh big games but a, a thing to watch out for like the x factor in this matchup be ryan Tannehill. uh i want to say the the titans obviously a lot of everybody sh should know by now uh they are in a practice kind of lockdown where no one can get inside their uh facility yeah until i think saturday yeah, and I think they moved the game to Monday or Tuesday. So we're going to have to wait on this matchup this week. It will not be decided on, on Sunday night. A fun fact, there hasn't been a Tuesday game in the NFL since the 1940s. Well, that's a bit, that's a bit ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the next matchup, the Packers and the Panthers. Uh, this one is, I think, a really fun matchup to watch. Um, 
for me, I, I would just uh, say that Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones are the one-two punch of the Packers in real life and uh, also in fantasy specifically here. I like Russell Wilson to have another monster week way above 21 points. Uh, and I think Rodgers will go on above 21 as well with uh, playing the Atlanta secondary. I think the X factor in this one is uh, is going to be having DJ Chark back. Um, I think having him back, if he can uh, produce uh, and get back into the groove of the offense in Jacksonville, uh, he can really contribute. Um, right now he's only projected at seven points. Uh, if he can get in the offense and then particularly get in the end zone, I think the Panthers have a chance to upset the Packers. Um, but they will need a big game from uh, Chark. They'll need um, Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara to continue running in the absence of Christian McCaffrey. But I like the Packers in a closely contested, high-scoring matchup in the 120s, even up into the 130s. What about you? I am kind of the same way. Again, I don't want to feel like a sound like a broken record, but you kind of hit it right on the head. Uh, DJ Turk would be the X factor. It all depends if he does play this week. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice today, which could be a good sign. Uh, let's see. I also expect Todd Gurley to out-project his uh, stat line of 11 points. Well, obviously, the QBs, I, I can see them both going for possibly 30 points. It, that both. Both guys are been uh, killing it all season. I I really like Aaron Jones, and I'm a big Packer fan. But I I want to say 23 points projected is a little bit high on him. Uh, I I want to go with the Panthers in this matchup. Actually, probably a matchup around the one 100s, the 110s. As we look ahead to the next matchup, what do you think about the Dolphins versus Raiders? Uh, Kyler Murray for the Dolphins. He's going against Carolina. Carolina actually did pretty well last week against uh, Justin Herbert, uh, uh, the Justin Herbert-led Chargers uh, offense. Uh, I don't think Justin Herbert did all that much last week uh, for him. So Carolina's defense could be a little bit on the uptick. Uh, so Kyler Murray, I, I can still see him having a good day because of his scrambling ability. Uh, Stefan Diggs going against Las Vegas, I could see him having a monster day. And then for the Raiders, they have Garner Minshew. I expect him to bounce back from his disappointing Thursday night. Corey Davis, he's been, I want to say he's been all right on the year. Uh, I know week one he did pretty solid. Uh, J.K. Dobbins. It, it all depends on if they have a if they have a really big lead. The Ravens. I could see Dobbins having a good second half and getting some carries. Yeah, I I would agree with everything you just said. I'm um, I'm going Dolphins here. I think it'll be a big win. The Dolphins. They've made some trades. Uh, they traded Hopkins to me for Cup, Ayuk, and Claypool. All three of those guys are in their lineup. Um, Hopefully Ayuk can have a, a game like last week for them. I think he has that kind of potential as long as uh, Debo Samuel is out and uh, George Kittle. Uh, however, I don't know. I think there's rumors that Debo Samuel is going to be coming back. So 
that would definitely hamper uh, Brandon Ayuk's uh, targets, and that kind of lowers his fantasy value as well. If Cooper Cup can get in the end zone, he's a valuable, uh, valuable guy. Um, that's what you want from him, and uh, that's that's what you want to see week to week from from Cup. He's not a guy who gets consistent yardage. I, I attribute that to uh, to uh, Sean McVay, and I think that's kind of my situation with Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers. Is and I would have a really hard time uh, committing to one of those guys because I feel like every week they just kind of Swiss Army knife everything. They've got Malcolm Brown some weeks. They've got Daryl Henderson. They've got Cam Akers. And same thing in the wide receiver core. It's just like every week they're attacking through different means. And it may be really successful in real life football, but fantasy owners, we hate it. So I like the Dolphins here in a big one. The next matchup is the Patriots versus the Bears. And, and I, I have the Bears ranked pretty high in my power rankings, but they're projected to lose here by about nine points. I'm calling the upset here. I think the Bears will do enough to outscore their 102 projections. I think Josh Allen continues to have a huge season. I do believe in Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be uh, great against the Dallas um, defense. Um, I think Allen Robinson was also a great pickup with Nick Foles stepping in under center. I think he's going to be way more valuable than he was with Trubisky as the quarterback. I think the the question for me here is Austin Hooper. He's been underutilized and tight ends can be, uh, they can be a real Achilles heel for the Dallas defense. And so we'll see if uh, Baker Mayfield and him can get on the same page and then see if that, uh, that contract, if he could live up to that contract and start performing. Uh, the Patriots are quietly pretty good. They're one and two, but um, I think I projected them in the top five before the season started. They've had a rough start. Um, they're one and two. They remind me a lot of my team. A lot of talent, just have underperformed. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, he's projected pretty high every week, but he's been struggling. Um, I know he's struggling to hit long passes down the field, so. He's almost going to have to be more of a underneath kind of guy and beat the zone type of guy. And uh, But he did. The Patriots did just acquire Amari Cooper. If Cooper is healthy, that's a huge win for them. And he gives them a good chance to win this week. And I love Derrick Henry. I love what he's doing. Um, I, I still go with the Bears in an upset, but I think it'll be a high-scoring matchup. I think it'll be way over projections. I think it'll be between 110 and 120. And uh, – I do like the Bears in a close one. What about you? I want to say the same thing. Both teams really improved uh, just even this week uh, with the Patriots getting Amari Cooper and then the Bears landing Nick Chubb and Allen Robinson. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears and the upset. This is actually my matchup of the week, too. Yeah, Josh Allen, I I have him in a couple of leagues, and I absolutely love him. He has been a a fantasy gold mine so far this year. Uh, Nick Chubb, I was actually trying to get him earlier this week too. Uh, he is going against Dallas, and I could see him getting a lot of work with uh, the combo of him and possibly Cream Hunt. But when we get to that matchup, I will explain a little bit more about Cream Hunt situation. Uh, Allen Robinson against the Colts. Hopefully the uh, Nick Foles can continue what he was doing in the second half against the Falcons and uh, just keep on improving. And I want to say my X factor in this matchup 
is John Brown uh, only because he didn't practice on Wednesday. If he uh, doesn't play, it might be a little uh, rough for the Bears. I am going to still predict them with the upset. All right, let's look at your matchup. Uh, you're projected in a one-point victory at this point. I do. This is my matchup of the week, just because it's a. I, I tend to go for the closest projected matchups. It's the ones that draw my attention more than anything else. I, I, I like I like your Titans here this week. I'm picking them over the Giants. I, I like Patty Mahomes. I think he's gonna have a, a big game. I don't think it's gonna be a shootout in New England, but I think he's gonna have a big game. Um, I I really like Tyler Lockett. I don't think he's going to have the same week he had against the Cowboys secondary, but the Miami Dolphins secondary is not great either. So I do think he's going to have a good game. Um, I, I don't know if Noah Fant can get uh, in, involved in the offense like he needs to with the Broncos kind of going back and forth between backup quarterbacks right now and uh, in the absence of, of the QB1. And, uh, if Ronald Jones can have the kind of uh, share in the backfield that he had in previous weeks, uh, I think it'll be good. And then, of course, Terry McLaurin is, is a beast. He's quick. He's straight line speed and uh, really good with the ball after the catch. I think it'll be a uh, a higher scoring game against Baltimore this week. I think both defenses are not great. Uh, I don't think it'll be a low scoring. I mean, the Washington front four can be pretty good, but I, I don't think the secondary is there. I think it's going to be a high scoring matchup there. I like the Titans. I like. I think you're going to win here. Um, I do love Calvin Ridley on the other side and Matt Ryan kind of stacking that QB wide receiver combo. I think uh, because of my previously mentioned uh, injuries to Julio Jones, I really think Calvin Ridley is the wide receiver to own uh, in Atlanta. And uh, I love Julio, but I just think Calvin Ridley is the more talented guy right now and the healthier guy and the guy that's going to put up more points. I might surprise a lot of people here, but I am actually going to go with the upset. I'm actually going to go against myself just because I do have a few injuries uh, and not all that great of depth or depth on my, uh, my bench right now. Uh, Chris Godwin won't play this week uh, due to a hamstring strain. I think he suffered against Denver last week. Uh, Kareem Hunt actually missed practice today and with a groin injury. And they were saying something about a level of concern about his availability for Sunday that they brought up a running back from the practice squad. So it kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, Michael Thomas is still coming back from his ankle that he suffered when he got rolled up on week one at the very end of the game. Uh, I, I expect him to play and do really well, but that stack of uh, Matt Ryan and Kelvin Ridley, that's a pretty deadly stack. Uh, he also did get David Montgomery in that trade with uh, Nikhil Harry yesterday and David Montgomery would be my X factor for this matchup against Indianapolis. I do expect the Bears to compete in that game and keep it really, really close, which will only help David Montgomery. 
especially since Tariq Cohen is now out for the year with a torn ACL. I see Montgomery getting a lot more passing work. All right, going with the upset against yourself, man, that would be uh, that would be crazy. But I think those injuries might get to you. I still think you you pull out a close one, but we'll see. Uh, the next matchup is the Eagles versus the Falcons. The Eagles, zero and three, are facing the one two Falcons here, and they're projected to get their first win of the season. Uh, we'll see if that plays out. The Eagles have kind of entered into a little rebuild after a really disappointing start from Carson Wentz and. Uh, they've made some trades to get some long-term pieces. I think the interesting person for me is Miles Gaskin in this matchup. I think Miles Gaskin uh, showed last week that he is the main guy in Miami. He's the guy they're going with and the guy that they're going to try to uh, build their offense around. And so we'll see if he continues that. Uh, we'll see if he uh, continues that that momentum into this week. I, I like the Eagles here to win according to projections. What about you? I also – uh, we'll predict the Eagles to win this week. Uh, they, it's basically just uh, new additions for their team that they've gotten in the last week. Devin Singletary, Miles Gaskin, and Alan Lazard are my three top players for that team. Looking at the Steelers and Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs are 2-1, and one, and the Steelers are themselves in a bit of a rebuild, but they're 1-2, and two, still not out of it by any means in that, in that division. But uh, in this one, the Chiefs are projected to win by 30 points. So uh, I think it's a pretty uh, a pretty easy win here for the Chiefs. Things would have to go really, really bad for them to not move to 3-1. and one. I think the interesting thing here is the Broncos need to hold off the Bengals uh, because I think the Chiefs are going to be breathing down their neck uh, in second place after this week. And... Um, yeah, I, th- I think the Chiefs win big. I think uh, they get a really big game uh, from Matthew Stafford against the Saints. I think that'll be a shootout. And then Antonio Gibson has been a really fun player to watch. And I know uh, Latham is excited about how he's being used in the offense. And so kind of a gadget guy, uh, but he's being used pretty well. Uh, yeah, maybe he'll go above projections here. But I like the Chiefs in a really big win. How about you? I will also predict the Chiefs in a, a landslide victory. Uh, Antonio Gibson was a guy I have really liked lately. Uh, Austin Eckler going against Tampa Bay. I could see them having to play catch-up, so he'll get a lot of uh, easy little receptions. And another guy I'll highlight here, uh, T. Higgins. He did have two touchdowns against Philadelphia last week. Don't sleep on him. And then our final matchup of the week is the 49ers versus the Lions. The 49ers, uh, they're at one and two, and so are the Lions. Uh, They're in the same division, so they're kind of clawing. In that division right now, though, uh, two and one is the leader, and everyone else is one and two. So it's anybody's division at this point. The Lions um, are projected eight points down here, but I'm going to pick the Lions to win. I think Dak Prescott has another huge game. He's been uh, just absolutely lights out. I think he'll put up much more than his 24 projected points. Uh, And and I think also Justin Jefferson will continue to to have a good showing. He's had a a couple good games. And uh, and then Hayden Hurst, I think he will finally lock in and uh, tap into that potential that's there. And uh, the Atlanta versus Green Bay matchup will be good for Hayden Hurst. I think he'll he'll get a touchdown, maybe two, and 
and uh, he'll have a great game. I think the Lions win in, in a low-scoring matchup. I think it'll get up around in the 90s. I don't think it'll eclipse 100, um, but I like the Lions to upset the Niners here. I also like the Lions this week, but in a matchup in the 80s, maybe even low 80s, uh, Dak Prescott I really like this week. Justin Jefferson, uh, another guy you hit on earlier for the same reasons. He had a monster game last week. And then uh, Hayden Hurst, he uh, just looks like a different player with the Falcons compared to being with the Ravens last year. Well, that's all the matchups for this week. Let me just ask you as we close here, what's one NFL matchup that you're looking forward to watching this week? would have to say probably the Patriots and Chiefs. Yeah, in Kansas City, actually. Want to say that'll be my game to watch. And it's a 325 start. Yeah, I would say my matchup to watch this week is the Vikings versus the Texans. Um, I think Kirk Cousins and uh, the Vikings have been struggling. Their defense is obviously just really uh, a mess. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that game because I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a good day. I think the Texans are going to have a good day. And uh, specifically with Deshaun Watson being my fantasy quarterback, I'm really going to be looking forward to that matchup. I think it'll be fun to watch. Well, that's all that we have uh, for this week. And I hope that you've enjoyed our preview of these games. Uh, enjoyed having you on, Cody. I had you on near the you're the leading scorer of last week, put up a monster 146 points. And, man, you predicted you would get upset this week. But, uh, man, it'd be nice if you could string weeks like that together week after week. I wish I could. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, man. It's been a good conversation. And uh, good luck to you this week. And good luck to all of you out there. Uh, hope that you enjoy this week of football. Uh, we've got baseball playoffs on. We've got the NBA finals. It's a great time to be a sports fan. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week.